Welcome to Deep Well Astrology. I'm Allison Disler, a psychological astrologer and somatic educator. And in this podcast, we'll explore how astrology can illuminate our embodied consciousness and nourish our soul. Welcome to Deep Well Astrology Podcast. For the last few months, I've been working through natal Venus placements and what these might indicate in regards to giving and receiving. Today is December 22nd, 2022, and many of us are in or surrounded by the spirit of giving and receiving. Astrologically, we are at the tail end of Sagittarius season and moving towards Capricorn time. This means we're also just across that border, across that winter solstice, and the celebration or noticing of returning light. I love holding light alongside the astrology of our northern hemisphere winter, Capricorn and Aquarius time, which takes us from around December 22nd through February 20th, is Saturn's domain as both Capricorn and Aquarius are Saturn world signs. When I think of Saturn, I think of keywords like boundaries, constraint, restraint, structure, order, building, and mortality, or coming to terms with truth. Other themes may include reordering, learning, effort, hard work, and in some cases, burdens, or things that are heavy. So we are approaching a Saturn kind of time as we begin to turn towards the light. Reframing or reforming structures or building visions are always part of this time of year for me personally. Taking time to structure visions of my year and look at business plans and also work with finances. I check in with my mind-body health And I have a practice to search for meaningful uses of Saturn. So this is something not only at the Saturn times of year, but when I'm working with Saturn transits, I I like to widen and ask for grace going through Saturn times. Where can I learn something? Where can I grow in wisdom? Or where can I put in actual effort or hard work and lean into it, lean into the opportunity of that? So in the spirit of approaching Saturn season, I'd like to turn this episode about giving and receiving into giving and receiving from the perspective of Venus in Aquarius. Now, if you've been tuned in through the last couple months, you've remembered I'm looking at the topic of Venus using an axis line point of view, meaning when I'm thinking about a Venus in Aquarius, I'm also thinking about its opposite or its axis line opposite, which would be of Venus in Leo. Leo and Aquarius are opposites. They're on the opposite end of axis points, but they also inform each other. As a psychological astrologer, I look at Venus placements as indicators of our desire, of what and how we want. It is an important vital aspect of our chart to have our Venus nourished and known. If we look at our whole natal chart as a potential pattern of self-actualization 
or integration. We must know, understand, and respect each planetary piece or archetype that we are offered if we want to. So it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity of integration. Everyone has a Venus placement somewhere, which means we all have desire. And how we approach or downplay or honor or just pay attention to that Venus placement has to do with our personal beliefs about desire, what we've been taught, what we know, and what we come to believe about it. So before we dive in, take a moment to reflect. What do you currently believe about having desire? What belief systems have you embodied in the past or heard about in regards to desire? To go one step deeper, consider desire's relationship to giving and receiving. If we all have desire, how do we have relationship with that? Are we willing and able to be open to receive? Do we resist nourishment when it's offered? For some of us, it seems easier to give. But if the cycle of giving and receiving is not flowing, where does the energy or bounty for giving come from? You can reflect on that cycle for yourself. Is there relationship personally, internally, with giving and receiving for you? Sort of my opinion on this, and everyone can have their own, but it seems that in order to give, to deeply give, we too must be willing and open to receive. But there is a fundamental relationship. And by being in touch with our unique personal desires, we can open to the potential to say yes to receiving, which allows us to be in that space of love with ourself first, being willing to receive, and then we're actually willing and able to be in that larger love or we'll say a yes space of giving. It's coming from a full well. When we get precise or intimate or knowledgeable with our desire and we believe in it and we honor that we actually have desire, we can step into the current of possibility of bounty and of giftedness. Astrologically, our natal Venus placement can help steward understanding and relationship around our wants and desires, especially if we feel cut off from them or for some reason we weren't allowed or we're still having a little bit of a block to having wants and desires at all. If you have a Venus in Aquarius, you have an air-based Venus, and behind that air-based Venus is the planet Saturn because Aquarius is a Saturn ruled sign. This Venus has some structure to it. Its opposite Venus is a Venus in Leo, and Leo is a fire based Venus. This fire based Venus is backed by the sun. Think of the difference in temperature of these Venus placements. Some like it hot, some like it cold.
where Leo and Aquarius are similar is in their fixity. Leo is a fixed fire sign. Aquarius is a fixed air sign. Fixity in astrology is related with themes like endurance, long-lasting, maintenance, and sometimes consistency, although that really depends on the element because earth is a bit more consistent than fire just by its nature. Both a Venus in Aquarius and a Venus in Leo have relationship with themes of fixity or endurance or maintaining itself. So we might say or conclude that both a Venus in Aquarius and Leo has some desire around enduring or con continuity, continuing, maintaining. So we're going to dive a little deeper into a Venus in Aquarius. And next week, we'll go into that Venus and Leo. A Venus in Aquarius has desires around ideas, ideals, and belongingness. So having a Venus with the foundation of Saturn, there may be desires around ideal or innovative new technology or structures. So these ideas and these, these, um, these ways of visioning, there, there's something involved with wanting to be connected with new structures or create something new. When I think of ideals, I think of big picture concepts like brotherhood or sisterhood or peace on earth or a global vision. Aquarius as an archetype is often broad. It's a wide lens view. From an Aquarian's eye, we can see all of humanity or the world and have visions in those realms. It's like hopes and wishes. I think of also words like goodwill. And we're thinking of the collective nature of humanity or maybe even a group of people. Your Venus in Aquarius may desire some broad, universal, or humanitarian themes and may desire a community or a group in which to advance the vision or work for a cause. But while collectivity and humanity, those conceptual groupings of people, may be a piece or a desire of a Venus in Aquarius, the other piece of this Venus is around the desire to be somewhat detached and sometimes rebellious or novel, innovative, often authentic. There can be almost a paradox present when first getting to know a Venus in Aquarius, which can be very humanitarian in nature without being intimately interested in the mess of one particular human. So humanity as a group of people or as a concept is one thing, but the intimate emotional rawness of being with them is another. A Venus in Aquarius actually usually desires some distance from the fire or the watery nature of up-close human matters. Emotional processing like one-to-one in-depth Things, speech, crisis, is not what this Venus, it, it, it's not what it actually 
desires. Not to say that it can't do that. We can all do that to some extent, but we're really looking at just a pure Venus in Aquarius. There's some detachment that is desired. A Venus in Aquarius wants to maintain some space for perspective and broad insights that can potentially lead to breakthroughs in thought, inventions, artistic ideas, ideals, collaborations, uh, innovative, and maybe technological efforts. And in order to invent something, you almost have to have a relationship with space, have a little bit of removal. A Venus in Aquarius may desire belongingness and value friendship in a collective cause. And for a Venus in Aquarius, somewhat akin to the air-based Venus in Libra, it can be really healthy to be mindful of holding too high of ideals for others. And just to notice the difference between high-mindedness and the actuality of life and humans. So ideals are meant to be something to to hold and like work around and move towards. But if we try and put any one person or any group of people to high standards or ideals, we set ourselves up for being in comparison and sometimes always being disappointed. So it's something that many air-based, if we have a lot of Libra placements or a lot of Aquarius placements, it's something that we can just just watch in ourselves because it's beautiful to have ideals. And most of us, all all of us are human, so we live up to some of them and we fall short in other departments. So that's something I think, you know, the other air-based sign we have is Gemini. And I, I think Libra and Aquarius have more relationship with um, ideals, ethics, civility, and sort of those high-minded concepts. And Gemini is a little bit more movable, but all air-based signs are um, interconnected with concepts and ideals. So I like this part of the podcast where we we get to the practical and we just think about giving and receiving for ourselves or maybe someone that we're related to or in partnership. If you have a Venus in Aquarius or you know someone who does, if you were to gift them, if you were going to think about their wants and from an Aquarian point of view, what would you do? So think real practically if you're just going out to get a gift or you are offering something to yourself or a friend, what would that be? Just grab some keywords of what we've talked about so far. When we think of keywords around signs, it can help us. And let's start with this idea of ideals and innovation. So innovation, where we're standing right now in 2022, a lot of this innovation is around technology. And in the past, innovation wasn't always around technology. It was medicine. It was industry. So this Venus in Aquarius often has desires and wants to be in the midst of what is innovative. So depending on, you know, your age and your, and and what you might like, you could think of an innovative technological gift. You could also think of, you know, some things is uh, if your Venus in Aquarius is historical minded or there's other placements that draw you into innovations through time, it might be 
lovely to get a set of uh, cutting edge technology through time or, or notice those things, those inventions that have propelled history. So a book about that, a podcast about that, um, leading edge technology is a, is a, is a really good place to land your Venus in Aquarius. And it can be, you know, tech as in computers and things, but there's a lot of innovation across disciplines. You can also lean into that innovation and ideals by looking at what cause, what group of people, what humanitarian effort your Venus in Aquarius feels akin to. If it's yourself, you know, it might be ending world hunger. It might be about world peace. It might be about injustice. But tune in with your Venus in Aquarius personally or with your friend or loved one and and see what causes feel important to them. It may be, you know, it could be humanitarian efforts, but also you could consider pushes in equality or animal um, welfare. There's so many different things that you can lean into. A conversation about that might be a wonderful gift or a donation or a volunteering. Getting to know that cause or that humanitarian effort that is really close to your heart. Secondly, let's think of that word belonging and community. And every Venus in Aquarius is different depending on the rest of the chart. But can you think of a way that you can invite yourself or your loved one into a community that is surrounded by a cause that might have a proactive or socially forward way of being together. So friendship is really important, but like a lot of air signs, even Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, not always is interested getting into the nitty gritty. So it wouldn't be like a, maybe a circle support group going into the childhood traumas. You know, it, it may be more like getting together to vision ideas of a, of a better future for an organization or a town or something like that. So belonging and community is something that you can look at for yourself or for your loved Venus in Aquarius. How can you get involved? How could you create something meaningful where friends come together to vision? But I think the last piece of this, again, that mentioning that a little bit of a paradox, or I don't want to say always as a paradox, but it's the other side of that Aquarius energy is that while there's a connection with structure, there's always a little bit of novelty and sometimes rebellion and sometimes pushing the envelope that comes along with that Aquarius archetype. So look at the keywords rebellion and innovation. In themes of gifting or giving to yourself or somebody else, if you hold that word cutting edge or rebellion or, or leading edge, what comes to mind? Another word I like associated with this, just depending on your personality and um your Aquarius in mind, quirkiness. Quirkiness is something that makes somebody unique, that stands out just a little bit outside the pack. And celebrating that in yourself or someone else, getting to know their quirkiness 
and in offering them a gift in that way. So if somebody's really into, um, you know, period pieces from, you know, paintings from the 1940s or collecting maps or um, making special cocktails, just that the things that make us unique and quirky and kind of stand outside the crowd is something that we can celebrate. And it's also something that we can gift. So if you've got a Venus in Aquarius or a lot of Aquarius placements, notice your relationship with that part of yourself or that part of your friend or your lover or your partner that makes them unique and makes them quirky in their humor or in their art and how they operate in the world. And you might gift them a supply or just a a standing ovation or something that supports their novelty. So think of it like that. So you all go out there and enjoy the giving and receiving season. And I'll see you next time where we'll dive into the other end of that axis line for a Venus in Leo. Until next time, breathe deep, linger long.